911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. On our last episode, we were joined by Staff Sergeant Abraham Henry and Staff Sergeant Olivier, and we are so honored to be joined by the two of them again today. And of course, I am also here with my co-host and my husband, Clint Walton. So everybody, how are you doing? Awesome. Good morning. Well, good morning. In our last episode, we talked about some of the internal struggles that somebody might face when they're going through the motions of even considering the possibility of joining the Army. So if you haven't checked that out yet, go ahead and check it out. It was the last episode that aired. But in today's episode, the first thing we're going to start off by talking about is, guys, what are some of the misconceptions about joining the Army or even the recruiting process as a whole? So how you doing? This is Staff Sergeant Olivier talking. So for, every, for everyone out there, even you listening, everybody thinks that when you join the Army, you immediately deploy. Immediately. Everybody thinks you join the Army and you deploy to a foreign country. That is not the case. Um, we also hear that that people think that when you join the army, you do other, you do things other than your job, right? So when I joined the army, I had no clue about what job I would have or what I would do. But when I did join the army, I joined the army as human resources. So my mom thought that I was gonna join the army, pick up a rifle, and storm the battlefield like this was. 1830. <laughs> so, and I was like, no, mom, it's not like that. So when I did join the army, um, getting a deployment was something that I always wanted to do. And I literally had to beg for my deployment. So deployments are very far in between these days. So sometimes they happen and sometimes they don't. So when I got a chance to volunteer for a deployment, it was the first thing that I did. And when I did deploy, I did my job, which was human resources, you know, so what I want, what I want you to understand as the listeners is that when you join the army, you do your job and you will do your job to a level where nobody else can do your job for you. So if you join the army as a combat medic, that's what you're going to do in the army. If you're, if you join the army as an interrogator or a signal support specialist or a language translator, that's going to be your job in the army. That's that's pretty much all you're going to do. Maybe you might cut a little bit of grass. <laughs> but, you know, you might be able, you might you might do that as well, but as far as doing the job, um you will do your job. So. Perfect. Yeah, I think that that clears up. I know I know that a lot of times we have that anticipation and that excitement because we see the ads, we see the commercials, and, and a lot of times that's intimidating and breaking down the reality the way that you just did, I think gives a little bit of a clearer path for anybody that might be anticipating even going in and, and just asking questions to see how they can get involved. Can we talk about what that first step might look like? So yeah. um, the, the first step is actually talking to, your, to a recruiter. And I, and I mean, you could talk to a recruiter. We are always recruiting. So, and I'm pretty sure I, our wives hate it. So <laughs> even if you see me, if, if, you, if you see me and I'm sitting down in a restaurant, please speak to me. If I'm in uniform or if I'm getting groceries at 7.30 before I go home, please talk to the recruiter. You can call the recruiting center. You can go to the recruiting center. Or when you see that recruiter, just ask the question. 
I'm pretty sure if a recruiter sees you, he's probably going to talk to you. But if he doesn't, all you have to do is say, hey, how is the Army? You know, just stop them and say, what, or what, what do you do? Can you tell me your story? And I'm pretty sure that recruiter is going to be more than likely to stop, talk to you, and give you the information that you need. And what I want you, the listeners, to understand is that the information is free. You do not have to join the military when you come and talk to a recruiter. You can get, what I would suggest is you get the information, you go home, and you talk it over with the people who you love. Because that all plays a part in joining the Army. You will need their support when you do join. Now, when you do join the Army, you, you will have that sense of family. However, that is after. But before you join, you do need to talk to your family to make sure it is okay. So that way, if your family has any questions, that they can come as well. And we will answer all their questions as well. Perfect. So once somebody decides that they're ready to, I guess they, they have the balls, right, to go up and talk to a recruiter and, and they're willing to do that. What if in the back of their mind, they're having any sense of doubt about what their qualifications might be? Like, should I, should I even go to talk to them? I haven't finished high school yet. I, I didn't finish high school at all. What, what does that look like? Um, typically, um, this is Staff Sergeant Henry, uh, Abraham Henry here. Um, so we've encountered so many different obstacles. Um, one of the major things that we do here are I want to continue school or I want to continue college. Um, there's a must that you, ha you have to have a high school diploma or GD or something equivalent to that um, in order to qualify. There are pre-qualifications um, as well, ages 17 to 35. There's some, there's some um, people that I've met and talked to that automatically says, oh, I don't qualify, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> and I have to let them know, like, hey, you know, you do qualify as long as you, you know, as long as you're, you're physically capable, as long as you meet the requirements, um, then that's initially the start of how, how you get things started. So, um, so to the listeners, if it's something that you, you're doubting or some questions you have, just as Sergeant Olivia said, just ask a recruiter. You know, we're, we're more than welcome. We're more than welcoming to answer, answering any questions or any doubts or anything that's sticking way in the back of, back of your minds. Like we, we often walk the campuses of um, colleges and we visit the high schools and sometimes we wear our, we wear our uniforms. So when we wear our uniforms, automatically people can see the uniforms and say, oh my God, it's army. Oh my God, they're coming to get us. And it's like, no, we're just coming to talk. We're just coming to give you information or, or answer any questions that you may have. That way we can assist you in your career or we can assist you in reaching the goal that you are currently pursuing. We're coming to pay your student loans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Um, so like, student, if, if I meet a kid at the college, like Sir Henry said, we're always on the college campus. If I meet a, 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 a young man or young woman on the college campus and I ask them, hey, do you have any student loans? And you know, how much do you have? Um, and they might tell me, oh, I have 60 grand. You know, just I think on Wednesday of um, October, October, like, like this week, Sir Henry had a young man in here and his, um, his total student loan repayment was, was $40,000. So if he joined the army, the army would pay back $40,000 of his student loan. So, you know, if you're in college and you do have student loans, 
even if you join the army part-time, the army will still pay back almost majority, if not all, of your student loans. So it is a great, even, even if you do it just for that, it's still a great opportunity. I've went to the doctor many times and like my doctor who I see now, um, all her friends were in the military. And she, she always says, I wish I would have joined because all of, my, all of my friends that are our doctors, they have no debt. And she always says, I'm still paying off my debt from medical school. You know, why her friends are not paying, not anything. So, so it's so great because you're, you're like a coach for the youth out there. You, you know, you, they come up to you, ask questions, and you guide them down that route of what they're, to, how to meet the qualifications to join the Army. But then you also come in and say, look, I'm going to help you financially as well. So in that, what are some of the perks and benefits that you can use that, say, someone signing up for the Army gets just starting out? Um, starting out, um, joining the Army, it's an automatic with tuition. Let's say we meet a high school senior um, and they're looking to pursue college afterwards. Just joining the Army part-time or joining the Army full-time, you have that benefit of having your tuition paid for for your classes. Um, I know a lot of the a lot of, a lot of students are concerned with that. Um, so basically, the army take care of that, take care of the tuition. So you wouldn't have to worry about going to a school and saying, "Oh my God, tuition is, you know, so much a a a, a semester or credits for you know for the for the tuition." The army would actually cover that for your classes. Right. Um, they also, the Army also pays, like, let's say you join the Army Reserve and you, your school has an Army ROTC. The Army will pay you a stipend every month. So the Army will pay, like, your rent or pay for your books a month. Um, like, in my case in particular, I just got my bachelor's degree about four months ago. And I literally got paid to go to college. So I'm, I got paid about, for every class I took, the Army paid me about $800 to go to college to pass that class. And that went straight to my bank account. Like my wife, my wife is getting her second master's degree right now. Um, now she got, she, she had a bachelor's and a master's when I met her. And she had $90,000 in student debt that we're still paying off. But her second master's is 100% free and the army pays for her books. So she essentially is gonna get her second master's degree for free. Congratulations and congratulations to her. That's freaking awesome, especially people that use it as an excuse that they're working as to why they can't further their education. You're living proof that the Army is literally creating a foundation that's built around people being able to succeed and advance themselves educationally. So that's great. Guys, I thank you so much for spending this time with us. Is there anything else that you would want the listener to know as it pertains to even the questioning of maybe the Army is for me? So. I'll touch on a little bit and I'll give Sir Henry the, uh, the last comment. So I would just want to touch on for you, the listener, um, the army also pays for your medical. So if you have, so the army will, will, will front all your medical bills for you. So remember that when you do join the army, you will never pay for another hospital bill again. You will never pay for eyeglasses. You will never pay for dental. You will never pay for another penny of medical bills. You know, that's another great thing that the Army, the Army does for you. If you join active duty, the Army pays your rent while you live in the barracks. 
You know, they pay your light. They, you know, they provide washers and dryers. Um, you, you accept, they, they pay for your meals. You know, everything is provided for you. If you don't know where you're going, the army is the perfect stepping stone to get you where you're going. And what I also want the, you, the listener, to understand is that, remember, once you join the Army, you are a veteran. Jobs tend to hire veterans first. Why? Because we're already trained in leadership skills. We already, we already are trained to be on time, to be early. You know, that's just, you know, if you do join the Army and you have a security clearance, security clearance probably costs $100,000. That's something that the Army pays for for you that you could take to any job, you know? Um, the Army is just a great opportunity. If you don't know where you're headed, use it as a stepping stone to get where you're going. That's what I did in my career. You know, it's amazing that I'm still going, um, <laughs> but I essentially wanted to do just four years and get out. And here it is 13 years later, and I'm probably gonna, I'm, I'm going to stay in the Army my full 20 years. I'm gonna stay in about 25, um, but it has tremendously helped me to get where I'm going um especially like with school um i never thought in my like when i i never graduated high school so i got a ged and i just left school um and i never in my wildest dreams thought that one day that i would be able to tell somebody i have a bachelor's degree you know like that's just something that i always tell the kids you know when i i never finished high school but look where I am now. Look what, look what kind of position the Army put me in to win. So I want you, the listener, to understand that the Army will always put you in a position to win. And also, this is Sergeant Henry. Um, just to kind of add to that, to the listeners, if, you, if you're afraid or if you're scared or something holding you back, just walk into the recruiter's office and ask questions. You know, fear is one of the biggest things that can hold you back from being so great. Fear is one of the biggest things that can stop you from being uh, prosperous and can stop you from really pursuing your passion and your goal. So the Army is here to help you pursue that. Um, we're not trying to hold you back. The Army is moving in a direction that for those of you that want to go to school full time, will help you go to school full time. For those of you that are looking for a specific career or guidance, the Army will help you do that. And we even have people join that already have a bachelor's, that already have a master's. So they do come in with some rank. They do come in with some like knowledge and, and a way that they can actually help the Army move forward. So, you know, we're, we're a big family. Again, we're just a really big, loving family. And whatever it is that you're looking for to the listeners, ask the question. Just ask the question and we'll be more than happy to help. Um, and just one more thing. I know a lot of times we see sometimes homeless veterans and things of that nature. Um, there are programs out there for those that are homeless veterans. Um, honestly, there, there shouldn't be homeless veterans. Um, so there are so many programs for housing and things of that nature. So don't get afraid, you know, to join the army because you see you know, homeless veterans and things of that nature. There are things set in place to help everyone because we are a big family and we look out for each other. 
You guys got me fired up. I hope as you listen to this, you're just as fired up as I am. It's been so much fun to share this space with you guys. And I am so honored, so grateful, so thankful. And we truly thank you for your service from the bottom of our hearts. And we also thank you for the lives that you're impacting on a daily basis by showing people the path, the path to their own freedom, essentially. And Staff Sergeant Abraham Henry, Staff Sergeant Olivier, thank you so much. It's been an honor to have you guys on our show. I'm going to link the contact in information in the show notes below. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me. If you want to get a hold of either one of these two, let me know and I'll put you in a direct communication with them. And guys, we just thank you again. Thank you for thank your support. You so much. Thank you for your support. We love you. Love you back. <laughs>